If someone came in and bought you a diamond necklace and laid it on the table and you never picked it up, the gift was there for the taking, but you never picked it up. So you never received it. So you never wear it. You never use it. You never actually possess it. Jesus takes our sins and gives us his righteousness, but we have to receive that gift. Welcome to the Intertwined Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Zentz. I am a wife and a mom on a mission. I've got a passion to help women discover practical ways to apply the power of God's word to our everyday stuff. I truly believe that our walks with the Lord should be seamlessly intertwined with our everyday lives. It should affect every move we make and every breath we take. So come on, let's do life together. You've got this, cause he's got you. All right, friends, welcome to 2022 crazy. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. I'm glad to be back on the mic um, doing this podcast. I've missed doing it, but I definitely needed that season of stepping back and regrouping a little bit. I am one of those rare breeds. I love Mondays and mornings and New Year's. (laughs) I love the feeling of the fresh start. You know, I don't know about you, and I I hope you do too. And you know what? If you don't, maybe you could kind of shake that off and make today and this moment your fresh start if you didn't roll into the new year ready for starting over and jumping on task and getting things done. I always feel energized and ready to go. And I know some of you are already annoyed. (laughs) You're listening to me and you're like, oh, uh, click, right? I, I totally understand. Um... There's plenty of people that when I was in the corporate world, I was not allowed to talk to until at least 10 a.m. because I would bounce into the office at like 7, 30, 8 o'clock ready to go. And that's just, that's just me, okay? But I do know that the scripture is so clear. There's so much power in, in that morning time, in that first part of our day, in the quiet stillness before the kids are going crazy and the emails are blowing up and all of that, just taking those first moments of our day and giving them to the Lord and being focused and saying, you know, Lord, like David said, show me the path that you'd have me to take, order my steps. And I love offering that to God and taking that moment to do that. So, you know, if you've never made that a, uh, a regular practice, I encourage you make 2022 the year that you and God really, really, really become intertwined. Okay. Make this the year that your everyday life and your walk with the Lord are inseparable. And it doesn't take, it's not as difficult as you may feel if it's not something you've never done before, literally just show up, right? We've talked about this before. I actually did an episode just a few episodes back. If you didn't listen to that, go listen to that because it's all about just show up. He does the work. His word has power. We just get the word into us. We just read it. And even if we don't get it, that's okay. Tell God, I'm reading this, but I don't get it. It's his job to make it alive, to make it work, to make those connections between you and his spirit and his plan and his power and his word. And he'll do all that. We just got to show up, right? So I hope that, you know, we're two weeks into this year. And if you feel like, up oh, already didn't start right, please don't wait till 2023. <laughs> you don't have to have a New Year's. You don't have to have Monday. You don't even have to have morning. Just start now. Okay. Just, you know, Lord, I give you this year. 
I want this year to be full of power and passion and excitement and clarity of walking with you and in your steps for me each and every day. And I can tell you right now, guys, I think I may have said this before. I know I've said it many times. First Thessalonians 5 verses 16 through 18. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Actually, first it says, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Rejoice always. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I may have gotten that all backwards and stuff, but it's those things. But the fact is we go through our life and we always hear, what's God's will? What's God's will? God, I would do it if you just tell me your will. Well, there is his will, okay? First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. You're welcome. <laughs> Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Rejoice in the Lord always, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So if you feel like you don't know what direction your life should take, start with that. Pray without ceasing. Just give every single thing to him. Even if you're just talking to him about what's on your heart and your mind, what you're concerned about, what you're going through, what your kid just did, what your husband just said, <laughs> what you need to make for dinner, you know, those things, okay? He cares about all of it. All of it. Give thanks in all circumstances. Doesn't necessarily mean thanks for in all circumstances necessarily, you know, not thank you for COVID, right? However, in the midst of the crazy, we can still find things to give thanks for. Like in the midst of COVID, I know that there are organizations like you guys know I did the five-part series with New Life Mission. If you haven't listened to those, go back and listen to them. They will never, ever get old. Beautiful, incredible organization right here in my home community that works with homeless moms with children. And the way that we had to turn our biggest fundraiser of the year from an in-person thing to an online thing really, really quick in 2020, and then in 2021 did another virtual event, and it's the biggest event we ever did. If it weren't for COVID, we would have never jumped into that. And I think because we were kind of pushed into uh, taking the organization and that specific fundraiser into this modern era, if you will, and going online and learning how to do that, where we may not have done it otherwise because what we were doing was working, right? But so many more people were reached. So many more people heard about the work of that organization, the impact it's having on homeless women with children in this county, and more funds were coming in because more people felt led to pour into that mission. And the fact is, if it wasn't for COVID, many of those people may have never heard before because now people all over the world could watch our virtual event. Does that make sense? And so it's just an example. There are things that happen and the thing, the situation, the circumstance isn't good. But in the midst of all of that, we know like Romans 8, 28, he tells us that all things work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And guys, like I always say, we've got to stand on what we know, regardless of how we feel. We've got to get the scripture into us. The reason I'm so confident and passionate is because one, I know those scriptures. Why do I know those scriptures? Because I spent those times showing up, not necessarily even knowing what to read or what to do. And many of them that I sit with the Lord and I tell him my issues. <laughs> I always say I have so much to talk about because I have so many problems. <laughs> so I want you guys to realize if you don't already have a passionate, walk with the Lord or a craving deep down in you for his word and the things of God, 
this is not something that is just for the few. Okay. Yes. I wear my passion a lot more openly than some people. And that is okay. If that is not your way, we are all different. We are all different. And I mean, I've got two kids very, very different in that respect, but it doesn't make it any less possible for you to have that deep seated craving and desire and passion for the things of God, even if they don't go all over the place every time you open your mouth. (laughs) Does that make sense? But you can know that you know that you know, and you can have the same excitement I have. And because I gave the Lord my issues and talked to him about my problems through the Holy Spirit, through his people, through his word, through church, all the ways that he brings things together. I was led to scripture that then had a profound impact. And then I memorized those scripture because one, sometimes it is definitely because I write them down and I put them around my house and I read them several times and I really intentionally want to make sure that I memorize them. Sometimes it is because I am dealing so much with this issue that I just read that thing over and over and over and over and over again because I still have so many problems with these same issues. But then that word becomes rooted in me. And then it's not that the issues go away, but then it's that each time an issue or a struggle or a problem comes up, bam, there is what we, my friend, hi, Tammy, we talk about filling your arsenal, right? I love to use that image. Fill your arsenal. The word of God is our weapon. It is our sword of the spirit. So in order to be able to use that weapon, in order to be able to fight against those things, we have to know the word of God. So if we store that stuff in our hearts, then when those hard times come, because they're still going to come, that scripture comes up. Jesus told us, I talk about it all the time. I know John 14, that the Holy Spirit would remind us of the things he had taught us. We cannot be reminded of things we have not given mind to. But man, if you're regularly in the word, if you're just showing up, even if you're like, God, I don't feel it. I don't get it. I don't like this. I don't know. Just show up. Let him be responsible for what happens. And you will begin to see the fruit of that. And your life will become more and more intertwined as your everyday life brings up in your spirit by his Holy Spirit, reaching into what you have stored in your heart. David said, your word have I stored in my heart that I might not sin against you. The Holy Spirit will take the word that you stored in there, bring it up to your memory, like Christ said, right when you need it. And you're going to see it come alive. And that's how we know the word of God is alive and active. And that's how I can read a scripture a gazillion times. Okay, maybe not a gazillion, whatever that is, but that's just what I say. I could read it so many times. And then one day in the midst of a situation, in the midst of a certain prayer, in the midst of circumstances that are very specific, I'll read a familiar passage. And all of a sudden, something jumps out at me that is almost like I've never seen it before. And that's because it's alive in the sense that God's word is active and it, I don't care how many times you've read it, how many times you've heard it, it becomes more and more and more and more applicable and more and more powerful and more and more relatable every time you continue to dig in. It's so good, okay? So I want to light a fire in you if you don't already have that fire to get into the word, to make 2022 the year of you showing up for for Jesus, showing up 
for your personal walk. Okay. So on those, um, on that topic in that realm, if you will, there's a couple things I wanted to mention now COVID. I know, I know COVID's crazy and we are all in different places with it. We all have different opinions. Um, I feel like every supposedly scientific medical thing that comes out, they even contradict themselves. I feel like wherever you fall personally on the spectrum of mask, no mask, vaccines, no vaccines, whatever, that you could find something to back you up that looks pretty darn researched and scientific. So the fact is we don't know. We, no one has all the answers, but you know what God does? God does. And Tim made a really great observation the other day. We were out and he said, you know what I've noticed because obviously he's in the corporate world, you know, every day and he's around a lot of people and a lot of people from different walks of life. And he said, what I have noticed is by and large, the Christians may have different levels of caution and precaution that they take. Some are all about the mask. Some are all definitely not about the mask. Some are vaccine. Some are not vaccine. But he said, what I have noticed is that those who are believers, regardless of what they choose to do to protect themselves and others, they are not fear driven. They are doing what they feel like they need to do. And there, you know, there's conflicts because people have different opinions and all of that. But he's like, but they're not like fear, like trapped in fear. And he said, but those who are not believers, those who do not know Christ and focus and believe that God is ultimately in control, they are so caught up in fear right now. They, I mean, they're doing everything. They will hardly even breathe at all. I mean, they are so bound by fear. And I was telling him, I was like, you know, those are... Those are the people who feel like it's all up to them. Like the extra anxiety and fear of, I have to decide what is the right thing to do for me and my family because everything depends on the choices I make and what I do. Thank you, Jesus, that we do not have to live in that state. And if you feel like that's what you're going through, that something inside of you is so trapped with fear, whether it's COVID or anything else, and you feel like, overwrought with anxiety and every single thing that you do and every decision you make is going to have this huge, massive, like possibly destructive impact on the world, right? Then you are putting too much stock in yourself. We are not that powerful. We have to be wise. We have to make decisions. We need to pray. We need to seek the Lord. We need to not be foolish about stuff. I'm not saying you walk into a burning building and say, oh, well, whatever God wills will be done. Because, you know, even Jesus told us when Satan said, you know, throw yourself off this cliff, Jesus said, you're not supposed to tempt the Lord. And that actually was written, of course, he said, as it is written from the Old Testament, tempt not the Lord your God. So I'm not telling you to be foolish. But what I am saying is that do your best and let God handle the rest. So whatever the situation is, whether it's finances, whatever you find yourself in right now, do all you can. Gain wisdom and insight. That's what Proverbs tells us. Gain all the wisdom and insight you can so you'll be wise the rest of your life. All the advice and instruction. Do what you can, but seek the Lord. 
Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and these other things will be added to you. Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, okay? The world's peace is so temporal and temperamental. Maybe I have peace when it tells me to wear a mask, but then a day or two later, all of a sudden I have the wrong mask and now I no longer have peace, right? Right? I mean, it's just up and down and up and down and up and down. And that's kind of how we can feel. But God is saying, Hey, I got this. I've got you. I know the end from the beginning. Walk with me. That is not saying that nothing bad will ever happen to you, but it is saying that you can trust me. You can believe that all things work together for good. If you know that I love you so much, so much that I sent my son to die for you because I did not want to spend eternity separated from you. I'm crazy about you. So trust, trust me, do your best, be wise, but trust me and lay it at my feet. So if we can walk in that kind of confidence, whatever our circumstance, then our peace and our true joy can be unshakable because it's not grounded in something that fluctuates with the newscast, right? It is something that is solid and unchanging. We are more than conquerors. And I once heard Joyce Meyer talk about that scripture where Paul says we are more than conquerors. And she's like, what does that even mean to be more than a conqueror? And she said she really believed that the Lord showed her that what that means is that you know you have the victory before you even get into the battle. That is awesome. If we can walk that way, knowing what is in us, the power of the Almighty God, knowing that our God has got everything under his control and knowing that come what may in the end, he wins and we win with him, (laughs) then we can walk differently through this world. But do you know how we know that stuff? Read your Bible, right? Listening to a podcast like this, listening to someone like Christine Kane, who is just so fiery and passionate and gets you all excited is wonderful. It's wonderful. But If you do not for yourself get into the word, if you do not for yourself come to a point in your life where you realize I can never be good enough, do all the right things, keep myself good enough to be united with a perfect God, because sin separates us from God. Sin is anything not pleasing to God. And we're born with a sin nature. It's just a fact, okay? We are born with a sin nature. No one is perfect. No, not one. I mean, we know that the minute our kids are born, they scream at us. (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of being silly, but I mean, seriously, we are born with a sin nature. And the only thing that can make us perfect is if we say, I'm going to trust in the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. Scripture says he took our sin and gave us his righteousness so that then we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, which means if I say yes to Jesus. Yes, I believe that Jesus is the son of God. Yes, I believe that he came and he gave his life for my sins to pay a price I could not pay. So I put my trust and my faith in him and him alone to cleanse me. And I give my life to you, Lord. Come into my heart and let me walk with you. That's it. Doesn't mean we're not going to mess up again, but it means every sin that we have done, everything we will do is covered by the blood of Jesus. And we should, of course, do our best 
to, as Paul says, walk in a way that is worthy of the calling you have received. You get that. But it doesn't mean we have to do good works to stay saved. Okay? Nothing shall pluck them out of my hand. That's what scripture says, okay? But the fact is, there is no way to be united with a perfect God without the blood of Jesus covering us. Jesus takes our sins and gives us his righteousness, but we have to receive that gift. If someone came in and bought you a diamond necklace and laid it on the table and you never picked it up, the gift was there for the taking, but you never picked it up. So you never received it. So you never wear it. You never use it. You never actually possess it. Does that make sense? The gift is there. So if you've never received Jesus, his payment for your sin and the peace and the forgiveness and the grace that he gives, you pick it up, pick it up. Just say yes and put your faith and your trust there. Okay. Um, I did not really know what I was going to say when I turned this microphone on. So here we go. <laughs> Um, I trust that when this happens, you know, I pray God just use this podcast, use my mouth because obviously I always laugh in the body of Christ. I am a mouth, but that can be so stinking dangerous. It's like having a loaded gun and not really knowing how to use it. If someone gives you a loaded gun, it can be very useful. It can feed you. It can protect you. But if you don't go and find out how to use it properly, it can cause a whole lot of damage. Same thing with my mouth. So I still, <laughs> another reason I'm in the word a lot, I have a lot of uh, learning to do constantly. But I hope that this is inspiring. I hope it is helpful. And two more quick things. One, COVID has knocked a lot of people out of church two years ago. I mean, that's hard to believe, but it was 2020. January, that we started really hearing about this mysterious thing called COVID and hoping it wouldn't come here. And then, oh, well, there is a case in the U.S. Oh, there's another case. And we start hearing this and it starts creeping up. And then by, you know, spring break, none of us go back to school and things are just off and the whole world's shutting down. But I'm still thinking, I'm not canceling my Yellowstone trip. It's six weeks away. We're going to get through this, <laughs> right? Still never been to Yellowstone. Um, so a lot of us, for good reason or for just no other choice, obviously started doing church virtually. Or if we're being honest, I'm sure there's plenty who said, oh, I just kind of want to break. And sometimes we need that. Okay, sometimes we need that. But... What I'm feeling and hearing and witnessing is that there seems to be a large amount of people, some very committed, strong believers who started virtual church attending online and have yet to find themselves back in church. Now, again, you know you, you know your situation, you know your risk factors, you know your concerns. That's between you and God. All I ask is if your area is an area that's meeting and if you are healthy and you, or you've already had it or whatever, or, or you're really not that worried or whatever the case may be, or if you're going shopping or you're going to school or you're going to concerts or plays or restaurants, but you're still holding out 
um, on getting back to church because of COVID. I'm just going to kind of leave that there and let that settle. Um, the scripture tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. That's in Hebrews. And it's powerful to come together with a body of believers. It's very powerful. So I'm not saying you had, I'm, I'm not a, a legalistic person. I'm not going to tell you the exact time you need to go and the way you need to dress and the days you need to attend and all of that. But I believe that having regular fellowship with a local, tangible body of believers is powerful and is honoring to the Lord and is scripturally highly recommended. <laughs> we should come together. And it's easier to slide if you're not in close community with other believers. It's easier to not go deep in the word, to not have your own time in the word, to start mm, settling in some areas where maybe you know you're not making the best choices, but, and that line keeps getting further and further from what is actually true and right and noble, but no one really notices because I'm not around those people. You know what I mean? So I want to challenge you if you're one of those who found yourself, um, had to leave church and then just hasn't gotten back there. Will you make 2022 get back to church year for you, for your family, for your kiddos that, I mean, cause I'll tell you, man, if you're not doing church, don't think your kids are getting it <laughs> right. I, and this is really important time. Um, but this is important for all of us. So I encourage you don't feel guilt. That's my next thing. No guilt, just growth, no guilt, just growth. Write that down, put it somewhere. This is not time to sit and feel beat up and terrible about yourself if you found yourself sliding away in that place, okay? It's okay. Shake it off and let's start fresh. Take a deep breath. <sighs> All right, let's go, right? Let's get back to church. Let's get back to focus. Let's get into that intertwined life and that growing walk of the Lord. It can start right now. And last but not least, there comes a time when we have to move from why to, okay, now what? We find ourselves in these situations, in these circumstances, whether it's COVID, whether it's an illness, whether it is like the tragic tornado that hit Mayfield, Kentucky. And I talked about very, very, very close to my parents' home and the interview I did with my mom just in the last episode we did in December. Whatever your circumstance, whether it's a loss of a life or a loss of a relationship, I felt the Lord laid on my heart. There always comes a time when we have to move from why to okay, now what? And don't rush past the mourning period, the feeling period. I'm not saying that you don't feel those things, that you don't acknowledge the loss and the pain. And if this loss and this pain is fresh for you, then you're not to that okay, now what yet. But if March of 2020, you got into that why, why, why with COVID and the drama and the fear and the craziness, and you're still there two years later, maybe it's time to move on to the, okay, now what? Does that make sense? So you need to evaluate your situation, but I want us to step into this new year. And especially if you've had time 
to do some healing, to lay it at the Lord's feet, to process what's going on, come to that point where you say, okay, Lord, now what? Not wrong to ask the Lord why. I don't think it's wrong. David did it. It's in, I mean, I don't think it's wrong because like I always say, just tell God how you feel. He already knows anyway, right? Don't feel like we have to hide that stuff from him. But the fact is we can't stay there forever and be paralyzed. Satan would love for us to be paralyzed by fear. Satan would love for us to sit and lick our wounds and curl up in a corner and go into a closet and shut a door and never come out again and never share and never be a light. The scripture, oh, I love that scripture where it says, shout on the rooftops what you learned in the darkness. I think that's what it says. <laughs> I'll have to look it up specifically. But it's along those lines that we should say out to the world what God showed us in our deepest, darkest, most painful moments because God shows up. I've been in some of those moments and God shows up and it's part, it's the number one reason that I share and I speak. It's because of the things that I learned and I saw and I felt in those hard moments when God showed up that I shout from the rooftops. So we have to go from why it's okay to have our why moment, depending on how bad and hurtful the situation is, it may be a why month or why year, but at some point move to, okay, God, now what? And I promise you that when we take our broken pieces and we lay them at his feet, he will use them to build something more beautiful and more powerful than we could have ever imagined. Whatever your story, whatever your situation, if you give your life to Christ and you make him Lord and you say yes to the God of the universe above all, all else, I want to bring you glory and let my life be used for you. He will give you opportunities to take the word he's placed in you, the power he's placed in you, and allow you to speak power and life and truth into the lives of others. And that is what it's all about. Okay, that was a fun little sermon. I love you guys. I hope that you found some encouragement and some inspiration in what you've heard. I hope that you will share this. Please, please, please help me share this podcast. Uh, coming up on two years, the podcast turns two next month. Crazy. Meaning, yes, I started like a month or two before the whole world went COVID crazy. So that's, that's kind of hard to believe it's been two years, but I have enjoyed it. I love doing it. I really um, am prayerful that it will just reach as many people as the Lord wants it to reach, that it will be used however he wants it to be used. It is totally his. And if you would come alongside me and be a part of subscribing and rating and reviewing so it can be seen write that little review, click those stars, whatever it is to get it kind of moved up in however all that works. That's all out of my wheelhouse. But if you would just share it, if you would just say, hey friend, I was just listening to this and thought you might enjoy it, boom, and shoot it over in a text, whatever it is, I would be so thankful for that. I love you guys. I will catch you in two weeks. Until then, have a great, fresh, awesome start to 2022. Hey friend, if you enjoyed this episode and you got some good stuff out of it, there's a few options you have. One, you could click that little subscribe button because let's be honest, who's got time to remember to check back and see if there's a new episode, right? So click that subscribe button and then when a new episode comes up, 
it will just by the magic of the internet pop up in your Dropbox and it'll be right there for you whenever you're ready. And also, if you would review this podcast, oh my gosh, if you like what you heard, get on there, give it a five star review. If you didn't like what you heard, just pretend it never happened, okay? <laughs> but if you would do um, a review for me, just take a couple seconds and do that. Not only would I be crazy excited, but also it would just be a great way for us to partner together for you to help this podcast be seen by more women out there. And you could be a part of helping more women discover these practical ways to apply God's word to just everyday stuff. So I would love it, love it, love it if you could help me out in one of those two ways. Mm -hmm.